Here we are. Welcome back, League Legends. Season two. Season two is here. That's right. Season two, the best season of, of every every podcast as far as I know, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, season one is an anomaly. They say if you make it to season two, that, that's when you know you've made it in the niche basketball podcasting, micro podcasting world. So it's great to be back with you, man. You great too. to uh, great to have fantasy basketball back, and uh, yeah, man, excited to chat about it a bit here tonight. Absolutely, it's our first first season with an actual normal NBA schedule, and it's uh, it's fun to be back back in action with all the stats piling in. So, yeah, what uh, what what's been what's been the highlight for you so far uh, for this first week of the fantasy basketball season? Well, I mean, I guess I'll just say like the highlight of the basketball season so far has been watching Steph Curry play. Mm. Uh, He's just like, I don't know. I've never watched anyone play that just seems to have control of the game so much, even when Mm. he's not hitting threes, uh, which has actually been kind of most of the season so far. He's been Mm, a little bit inconsistent. He's just got the ball on a string he draws basically the entire defense's eyes and it's allowing him to get more assists this year. Uh, I, I, I know he had one triple double and almost another one last night. So that's gotta be pretty fun for you. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely fun just seeing him hoisting away and uh, he's, he's playing out of his mind right now. Um, yeah. We're also coming off uh, a night after the breakout Jalen green game, which was one of the highlights for me uh, just, just to experience Jalen hitting those eight threes yesterday. That was super cool. Yeah. It's going to be uh, an experience. I think, I think he's going to be a little bit up and down just based off yeah. what I've seen so far. <laughs> uh, he's going to have games like that. And then he's going to have, uh, you know, nine turnover games probably mm-hmm. mixed in there. Uh, but but yeah, it's hard to not get a little jealous uh, <laughs> and uh, anxious about when Cade is going to be back as True. a Pistons fan. So uh, the other, just in general though, fantasy wise, like it's also fun to to get an early read on. You know, we all drafted in the Kings room and and made and and also in the league. Um, based off of like the way we felt about all the information that we took in over the off season. And it's really fun to get an early read on like, I was right about this guy. Maybe mm. I was wrong about that guy. Uh, like for me, the guy that comes to mind is miles bridges who mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> I got for $2 in the Kings room draft and, and early read on him looks like, you know, a most improved mm. player, serious, most improved player candidate. Definitely does. Yeah. And and one other big question for you, as someone who's been very active on the waiver wire so far, how are you feeling about those same day transactions, baby? Well, it's interesting, actually. Like the one wrinkle that I <laughs> didn't what I realize. Was anticipating. <laughs> it, it's great. Yeah. And I think, especially later in the season when we're mm-hmm. in the playoff hunt, I think yeah. it's going to be really good. Oh, yeah. The, the funny thing is that I didn't think about it that gives people on the East Coast a little bit of an advantage is once the games start, you can't make it like, I thought you could still, you know, make a move and it would be active the next day, but you, mm. Yahoo doesn't let you do that. Right. And so you have to wake up early the next day. 
Uh, and so. Wait, 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 say that more. I, 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 yeah. You, you might not have realized it if you haven't been active on the waiver wire, but so last year or in previous years at any time of night, mm-hmm. you could, you could say, all right, I want to drop this guy. I know I'm going to get him the next day. I'll, I'll right. make it. But with the new rules, once the games start, you can't, it, yeah, it just, it shows an error. If you oh, try to players make are locked right now. Yeah. So you literally can't make a move until the next day or whatever the deadline is. It might be 3 a.m. or something. I, I, don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Okay. I definitely didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate for West Coasters. I mean, the biggest benefit is still. West Coasters can still add players at the most crucial time, which is, you know, right before games when, you know, guys are ruled out, but yeah, it does. Yeah. The night, like looking ahead, you can't add someone like thinking ahead. So yeah, it's a big adjustment for everybody. Yeah. If it becomes an issue, we can, we can do something and set, set like, uh, like league hours, you know, (laughs) where where you can't do anything until like 10 AM or something, but (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll wait till we get some feedback on that. I think yeah. I, I've made the majority of the moves so far. <laughs> you've, just, made, you've been busy, yeah. I just made one today. It was exciting to have the the transaction appear right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna get into a a, a bunch of stuff. Um, we'll talk yeah. about both leagues a little bit. We know it's been a while. Uh, this episode's <laughs> been a long time in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has gone on since we last spoke, which I, I think was before the actual NBA draft when you were in town. It was. So yeah. we haven't even we haven't even talked about how yeah. things shook out there and how they affect um, who guys took in the league. So maybe we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, uh, we've had you know just short of a week of basketball. We talked a little bit about it already. Do you have any? Uh, well, how much how much have you watched? Uh, have, have you had a chance to watch much ball so far I haven't watched a ton I watched the first Pistons game and I've mostly seen scattered highlights and kind of some segments of games since then um, I've, I've kind of checked out highlights from the players I'm most interested in for the most part um, but haven't watched a ton and I'm assuming you've uh, trumped me in that regard <laughs> am I correct yeah, I, I and I think where I was going with that is just if you have any early impressions about mm. you know a, teams in general. So so for me, like sure. I, I said it in one of the text threads, but uh, the first night of the season, I I watched Milwaukee play, and I I sort of had a hunch about this uh, right at, even before the season mm. started. But to me, like, and it's sort of been a popular pick if you listen to podcasts and stuff, but. I, I see Milwaukee as kind of the favorite, mm. um, especially with, with the way Brooklyn's been playing. And my other take would be that the Lakers have a lot to figure out. So neither of those are original takes. You'll hear them <laughs> all over the place. But they did come from my mind from watching the games. Have you watched the Lakers yeah. play yet? I, I've seen how it's the Lakers. And I mean, I, it's not surprising to me because I just absolutely detested their off season. So this is, this is kind of confirmation bias for me. I, I think that that team just doesn't make a lot of sense. They've got some great players for sure, but they just don't 
equal a cohesive team in my uh, in my book. So not surprising that it's been a rocky start for them. Yeah, LeBron looks great. Mm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no surprise there. He's looked great last year. He had that block on, uh, he had a really awesome block on somebody shouldn't have blocked. I forgot it was, but. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. The rest of the team, I know Russ has had some slow starts in the past mm-hmm. few years, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know how you can have <laughs> a guy that needs the ball in his hands that much play yeah. with a guy in LeBron that is best with the ball in his hands. I, I just don't. And with the amount of salary cap that is spent on him, you know, those three guys, AD, LeBron, and Russ, it just is, I don't know. If, if they figure it out, it'll be incredible. Yeah, they definitely could be. I mean, they're obviously on the, the radar um, for the finals. Um, other surprising things, obviously the Hornets being 3-0 and and doing it in like convincing fashion has been fun to watch. Uh, your boy Miles Bridges is obviously a big part of that, but LaMelo has been awesome as well. Yeah, I another storyline I think is the the continued progression uh, emergence of the of of Anthony Edwards and Lamelo Ball. Yeah, Sec- Edwards. No second year slump for them. They both no. look incredible coming out of the gate. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, th- those are good calls. Miami, uh, another interesting team. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero coming off the bench, um, dropping like 30 points a game pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's funny how like we've been gone for how many months and uh, things never look exactly the same when they come back. Mm-hmm. There's always guys that have gotten better. And uh, yeah, like I was saying, it's just really fun to see, you know, to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cool. So you want to move on to some King's Room auction talk? Well, first, uh, you said you watched the Pistons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Want to talk Pistons first? (laughs) Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. Okay. Uh, I don't don't think there's any surprise. They've only, uh, as we're recording this during their third game. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're playing Atlanta right now. We've seen two full games, obviously without Cade Cunningham. So we're going to really reserve our, our any sort of final judgment until we see that. But first, what are your general thoughts about what you've seen so far? Is there any bright starts in an 0-2 start? Well, yeah. I mean, so I only watched the game, the opener, the home opener, and I, I, a lot of bright spots just in terms of making things super interesting against a very good Chicago Bulls team that – I mean, that was anyone's game up until the end and loved how much the fans were in it in the game. And I think the team played really hard. I think especially Sadiq made some great plays down the stretch. Stewart, great minutes. Um, And obviously Jeremy Grant was there and carrying us down the stretch too. So um, a lot of the same guys as last year. Uh, uh, Olenek gave some good minutes off the bench in that game too. Um, But yeah, I think there were definitely positives. No, like, no glaring positives or glaring negatives from that game to me. Um, but uh, I think you might feel slightly different. Well, <laughs> n- 
<laughs> yeah, a little bit. The defense has been good. I think that's an important call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're playing good team defense. That yeah. Bulls team, we'll see. You know, they they've I think they played three games now, and two of them are against the Pistons. But I believe they're three and zero, and and they've looked pretty formidable. Uh, a lot of talent on that team. So so the defense they were playing, uh, the Pistons were playing against them was mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, the yeah. And like, I also think everyone, including Killian, is gonna play a different game. Uh, I think he just he just hit like a three at the top of the key. So score, awesome. There you go, uh, kill. But but they're gonna the game is gonna change a bit for them. The gravity uh, on the floor is gonna change when Cade is out there, and and as he, you know, figures out the NBA uh, the NBA game and, and figures out the speed of the game. Uh, but with that in mind, like, I, I think around this time last year, we were sitting here on a Zoom call or on uh, <laughs> Skype, and we were having a similar conversation about Seku. And I said, I've given up. Yeah. I'm not know. there on Killian. Oh, good. I'm not okay. there on Killian. Ooh, it scared me for a second. <laughs> but it's impossible not to watch him play and be concerned. Not, not with him missing shots or, you know, whatever. It, it's just like the the way he's carrying himself on the court right now. He's got no confidence. Every time he shoots it, it's like he just doesn't believe it's going in. And for me, that's the concerning thing because we've seen in recent history how the mental aspect of this game can ruin guys' careers early. Or not ruin them, but, mm-hmm. but sidetrack them. Markel Folds, Ben Simmons, right now. So maybe that's just on the Sixers, but um, <laughs> but yeah. What do you what do you think about what I just said? I mean, to me, it's it's more like like yeah, maybe like disappointing. He's not further along, and that he does because I definitely agree on the confidence aspect. That that's the biggest thing. He he does things, and like his footwork looks good, and and he looks just like visually like he belongs on an NBA court uh, until certain things happen, I guess. But um, I think that it could be the type of thing that he just needs more game action. He needs more time with a better supporting cast, which Cade will obviously be a huge component of. And uh, yeah, maybe he needs to play off the bench for a bit. Maybe he needs to uh, just, they need to just kind of carve out a, a more, you know, less high usage role for him um, just to kind of like shape him along. Uh, it's disappointing that we're have, having to have this talk, I guess, but I'm by no means like concerned for his future outlook. I think I'm just disappointed that it's, he's not further along. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't know. One, one more thing that I'm, I'm getting increasingly concerned about is Sadiq's Bay, Sadiq Bay's shot. He's looked incredible this year. Don't get me wrong. The inside game, um, he's been posting up guys. He's been, you know, handling the ball in the pick and roll and, and had some nice passes to Isaiah, but I think he's like one for like third. I think he's only hit one three this year so far. Uh-huh. And, and so I'm getting a little nervous that maybe putting on <laughs> the weight or putting on some muscle has affected his shot, which is already a funky form mm. uh and i just texted nate about it and he agreed so huh. i wonder yeah it could be 
just better scouting or they're, they're playing him closer now? But... Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, some of them have been like wide open. So well, just oh, something okay. <laughs> something to monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can still be a good player All right. without the shot, but that was such a big part of his game. And I think in order to continue growing, he's got to be able to keep guys honest from there. And, and it could just be a cold start. But mm-hmm. like I said, something to monitor. Uh, and, and we'll 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 keep you updated here at the league ledger. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, and there'll be plenty more of that once Cade comes back and we start winning games naturally. So. Oh yeah. For sure, most definitely. All right, let's get into this fantasy. Uh, you want to do King's Room first? Yeah, let's do King's Room first because I think it's got the most pressing. We've got to talk about the auction draft. That was a lot of fun, and there yeah. were a lot of crazy things to discuss from that uh, every year I, there's every year is loaded with surprises for me and i always have trouble valuing players so it's... yeah first of all mr nine and no <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean very excited about the start i think it's uh it was it's a kind of misconceiving nine and oh and it's unfortunate for sam that it had to start out tim blake that it had to start out that way for him um he had a really tight matchup. I think he was winning most of the week, but it just, I ended up stealing like five of the stats in the last day and um, ended up with a nine and oh with some really narrow victories. So yeah, into first place with a squad that uh, led by Steph Curry uh, and MVP first week for sure. Yep. So, so you're at the top of the standings after one week, we got Wince at eight and one mm-hmm. in second. Yeah. He had uh, a big week. He had a really good week. Sam Plotkin yeah. looking formidable again, at, you know, mm-hmm. with his oh, matchup yeah. six and three, and then me and Russell at uh, five and four. So, yeah, uh, things you know, one week, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of familiar teams from last year up there. Up there, it looks pretty pretty similar to last year, honestly. Yeah, but but uh, Plotkin, he he's got a kind of a different team, so. Good on him for, for keeping the momentum going after last year's championship. Yeah, yeah. Good point. So we had our draft a while ago, obviously mm-hmm. now. Um, let's, let's talk about some of our favorite value picks and maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how they did in the first yeah. week of the season. So you go first. Tell me, you know. Tell me a player or two that you either got or, or didn't get and, and are looking at the value right now and thinking we might be looking in three years like this is crazy that this person cost this much. Mm, right, right, right. Um, let's see. The standout value picks. There's honestly, there's so many and there they're often are just with the way our, our draft turns out. Um, I guess I'll avoid some of the injured guys. For yeah, now. let's we can let's get the it. obvious ones out of the way. So Kyrie at sixteen dollars, Ben Simmons at six dollars, Clay Thompson at six dollars, Jamal Murray at one dollar, and Shaqam at two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so those all those could be ridiculously good. And I'll say I'll emphasize could could be ridiculously good. <laughs> yeah, I forget what Kawhi went for. 24 i mean that could be really good as well it, it could but, yeah uh it it seems like he might not play a game so 
Yeah. So we'll see. Not sure. See there. Um, so, so those guys aside, is there anyone that's jumping out to you? Yeah. So I will go with. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's you've already mentioned him, but it's hard to look. Oh, oh I know you. Wait, Bridges was a draft pick, right? Yeah, hard to hard to look away from that two dollar Miles Bridges, as that is very clearly one of the the steals of the. I mean, player of the week last week uh, uh, in the Eastern Conference. He's been ridiculous so far. Two uh, 30-point games already. It's insane. He's shooting great. He's putting up defensive numbers, lots of rebounds. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a clear standout for me. Maybe I'm just a homer, but uh, I, I think I got a few good values. Um, Clint, Clint Capella at $12, Miles Bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Grant was pretty cheap. Uh Kevin Porter yeah. Jr. turnovers aside could be could be good. Uh, uh, here's one for you: Damian Lillard at, at forty dollars. Yeah, Nate. yeah. I think we all looked at that after Nate uh, won that auction and sort of swallowed with uh, regret. Yep, I it was right after I got Steph for sixty, and yeah, I yeah I love that. I love Lillard and. NBA and in fantasy, he's awesome. And forty dollars—that's just a great deal. Great duo with Jokic. Yeah, there's a certain amount of uncertainty, a certain amount of uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, surrounding that situation this year, so you you, you got to call that out at least. But I I don't know. The, whether I mean, it, it's not gonna, it could go up. His value could go up. I and I don't think it's gonna go down much, if at all. Yeah, I mean, if he ends up on Philadelphia or that's up some other team, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but there could be a period of him not playing if if it's like mm, a holdout, or, you know, if they decide. And yeah. now we're getting into hypotheticals, but yeah. <laughs> if if he says I'm not playing until you trade me or something, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, let's see if other ones. Speak, speaking of being a homer. Um, Sam getting Isaiah Stewart at one dollar. Yeah, <laughs> it's still. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're still. I'm not sure if it's going to be crazy this year. I think Isaiah is going to be good, mm-hmm. uh, which I just traded for him in the leagues. We'll we'll talk about that in a second or or in a little mm-hmm. bit. I think. Um, but for me, like looking down the line in two years, having beef stew at three dollars. Yeah, that could be that could be a game changer for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely could. Um, one other that stands out and that we briefly discussed on our Zoom during the draft, uh, Russell getting Jaron Jackson for $24. Yeah, uh, I had that called out as well. He has been great so far. He has been doing everything. He's shooting threes, he's hitting threes. He hasn't missed a free throw yet through three games, and he's shooting a, a good amount of free throws, scoring. He's got, he's got seven blocks through three games. He's... This could be it. This could be it. I, he could be the type of guy who's like better for fantasy than, than in real life, you know, just because like he can do literally anything on an NBA court. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he could be great for both, but he could be like a fantasy, like he could be like the Sean Marion of the of uh, the next generation if he can really put it together and keep it consistent. Yeah. Speaking of Memphis, th- we didn't mention this when we were talking to NBA at the top. But this also has to do with fantasy. 
John Morant looks like yeah. a legitimate MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. He's totally leading agree. the league in scoring right now. Yeah, uh, I think Memphis is two and one. They almost beat the Lakers last night, and he is just—he's—he's he's shooting well. He's yeah. unstoppable when he gets in the lane. He's electric uh, in terms yeah. of dunking. Uh, how do you feel about? not having him this year <laughs> i wish you didn't have to phrase it like that uh, first <laughs> off, great call on the, the i don't i haven't seen that t- i may have just missed it but yeah honestly good sleeper mvp candidate right there if memphis can make like a run i mean he's playing like an mvp he's yeah um yeah i feel pretty awful about it i was kind of um you know i, I took a chance on lebron last year when he was averaging like a triple double and Ja was hurt. He got off to a rough start to the year. I definitely knew at the time I was doing something that could be really, you know, giving him a really good value. Um, but I, I thought it was worth the risk. Unfortunately, LeBron ended up being hurt for like the last like month and a half of the season or something. So it was definitely not worth it. But either way, I'm proud, proud for Ja. He looks awesome. And yeah, he just definitely very much in favor of a MVP like season from him. Yeah. And this is his last year on contract, I believe. So give me a guess for what you think he'll go for (laughs) next year. Um, Is he in that Trey young $60 tier? Oh man. He, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if he got up there. Um, I think more likely he's I think more likely he'll be in the 40s but I I wouldn't be surprised if he's insane I mean Damian Lillard just went for 40 so like obviously 40s Bradley Beal like Devin Booker just went in the 30s so like 40s is still saying a whole lot but I I wouldn't be surprised if he had such a good year that um, he was a 60. Yeah just incredible stuff from Ja. Mm-hmm. Uh, another honorable mention I'll make uh, is Jalen Suggs at eleven dollars. Uh, okay. okay. In a confusing year, uh, in terms of Sid's draft, yeah. where the idea I think was to get a lot of rookies at good values, um, where he ended up, I don't think getting great value on any any of them. No. Um, except for maybe Jalen Suggs at $11. There's the chance that that, that could pan out. But uh, I love Cade, obviously. I, I'm not sure he's going to be next year worth 30 yeah, bucks. Yeah, 30 um, Nah. Nah, Suggs is probably the only one that could pay off. Mobley was too much, right? Mobley was 29 Yeah, he'd have to really come on strong. Yeah, Sid went really high on the rookies, and uh, yeah, very strange team as a result. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe he's galaxy branding us, and <laughs> yeah, this is just going to become a, a rookie sensation year. Yeah, um, I love the rookies this year. I mean, they've overall been maybe a little disappointing overall, just because I I'm obsessed with this rookie class. But at least it'll be fun for him to to have them all out their stats each night. Yeah, Josh Giddy has been incredible. We'll talk about them, uh, the yeah. rookies in a second when we talk about the league. 
Uh, anything else on King's Room? Yeah. Uh, well, so one more va last value I'll throw out is Christian Wood for 18. Um, yeah. So it seems like he's a bargain every year. This And it seems like Nate gets a little bit of bargain every year. Uh, but yeah, 18 bucks. He's been his usual just amazing self, both NBA and even better for fantasy. He, he does it all. He defense threes. He scores. He's averaging 22 a game so far. That's a hell of a, hell of a value. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, just again, there's there's some. I, I don't. I, I don't want to use the word uncertainty again. Oh yeah. But, no, but just it's true. Yeah. Yeah, but he's another guy who's one. He's had some injury history, and two, it's always, especially at the end of the year, uh, a little nail biting to have guys on teams that are trying to lose. Good guys on teams that are trying to lose. So. Oh, that uncertainty. I thought you meant more trade. Well, that that as well. That too, that yeah. Well. Yeah, his uncertainty, I buy much more than Lillard's. I, I think, and I think more so for a trade, actually. I think uh, I think he played down the stretch last year, but if he were traded to a situation that wasn't as fantasy-friendly as, as the Rockets, that, that could hurt him a good amount. Yeah. So um, before... Yeah. Him... Go oh, go ahead. I was going to say, before we move, I was just going to say any, you know, the worst value or the ones that look like overpays so far oh do you have anyone in mind i have a few yeah um i, I have a few you, you go first um i think i think sam blake's trey young for 61 um I, I, you know i mean trey hasn't been like bad by any means so far but uh he hasn't justified that price especially when you've got guys like lillard going for 40 and beal going for 42 that looks like a little much for now um well yeah i was going back and forth with him on trey because oh, yeah because a little inside baseball here yeah in my mind i really wanted to get either james harden or Trey Young. And I was mm. thinking I can get some estimation of James Harden uh, for, for maybe cheaper with Trey Young. But mm. once it got to like $60, I was like, well, at this point, in my, it, the number I had for, for Harden was like 75 in my mm -hmm. mind, yeah. which he, I ended up getting him for 68. But mm -hmm. so when Trey was at 61, I was like, at this point, I'm just going to get Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no one really. That was he was the third guy drafted, so it was hard to gauge things at that point. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I'll call out uh, Nate here with the keeper value of Jokic at eighty dollars. Mm. Um, it's very possible he would have ended up going for that much, as clearly the number one fantasy player on every big board you see, yeah. but. Even if he could have gotten him for three dollars cheaper, I, like I don't think he would have gone for more than eighty. Do you? Mm -hmm. I I didn't I didn't. But seeing Giannis go for seventy-seven and a couple guys right on the verge of seventy, I, I thought it, I was surprised Nate kept him for sure. But I felt like the results of the drafts kind of justified it. Uh, really. Yeah, I mean, Giannis was $3 cheaper. So, I mean, Jokic would have, I, I think he, 
you can comfortably say he would have been at least 75 or so. So with Nate, you with keeping him, I mean, I think it's worth just like an, a few extra bucks, if that, just to know what you're going to be targeting going into the draft and, and, and build your strategy a little better. I think that probably gave him more conviction when he was going for Lillard, uh, knowing that he's got Jokic locked up and how much he has to spend. I'm a big proponent of that. Like, you know, having the guys and, and having the strategy going in versus if he hadn't kept him and had, uh, he would have had probably a hundred four, you know, he probably would have like $180 to spend and no like nucleus of a team uh, to go off of. So you're paying, you're, or you're saying pay for the security. So you're going into the draft knowing where you're at and uh even yeah if it's a couple extra dollars it's worth the security yeah only a couple extra dollars my fear when he kept him initially was that Jokic might have gone that this might have been a draft where he'd gone for 70 or 65 it's i don't know i have trouble gauging the way players get drafted in our league sometimes the top guys go cheaper than i think they should so um but but I, seeing the results, I feel confident saying that Jokic would have gone for seventy five at a minimum, and probably more like seventy eight. Okay, that's fair. Uh, we already kind of mentioned some of the guys that Sid got, uh, some of the rookies. Yeah, the overpays. Yeah, uh, most of the overpays would be the rookies on <laughs> Sid's team. I yeah. will also throw out Zion for me, which is just looking horrible. Uh, Thirty nine. And just seeing the guys who are cheaper than him just makes me want to cry. So, <laughs> well, it's way too early to to judge that one. And you did yeah. just win nine to nothing. So, yeah, without him, I, but it might be all year without him. I don't know how long this is going to be, but he's yeah. not worth thirty nine. I would take that back a hundred out of a hundred times. Definitely some concerning news coming out of New Orleans regarding Zion, yeah. but yeah. he there's that stuff has sort of followed him around his whole career and he's been all right. So I wouldn't write him off just yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we move on to the league, I'm going to put you on the spot here and give me your top three teams Mm, uh, in the Kings room. Love it. Okay. Give me like one second here. I, I've right. got it narrowed down to like five. I'm just gonna. Okay, yeah, we're just bear with us while we open up tabs. <laughs> Ultra prepared as always here at <laughs> LL headquarters. <laughs> this is why you guys listen. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right, so. Do you want to just exclude ourselves? I mean, I was excluding ourselves. <laughs> as, as, as. I mean, you can pick me. But... Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going to, but. Uh, uh, all right, all right. That's I, fine. I, I think there are a lot of really good teams, but I really like the way three teams in particular look. Okay. Um, so I will 
I'll go three, two, one. So it's three. I'm going to go with Dan Himmel's team. Um, yeah, what a fun team. He's got a really fun team built through, obviously, his keepers, his awesome jaw, his, his $2 Anthony Edwards, I think it was. Great yeah. keepers. How did that really... happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people were kind of down. I think that was around the time when Anthony Edwards said he didn't like basketball and everyone blew that out of proportion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so people were kind of down on him at the draft and God damn, did he explode. Um, so yeah, he, very fun team. Lonzo's been great. It's a really scary team that could, you know, I could have easily said first. You mean Lamella? Lamella's been great. Lamella's been great. Lonzo's been pretty good too, but yeah, definitely not Lamella because <laughs> he's the one on his team. Um, so that's my three. My two is Russell's team. Really? Uh, it is. Yeah, I think I very much liked his keepers too, Levine. Brogdon, Turner, and Porter, uh, Michael Porter, who slow start, but I, I think that I, I think big things are coming for him. But getting Anthony Davis in the draft to to kind of be the anchor for that team, and then the way, as I mentioned, Jaron Jackson looks so far, I, I think he's in really good shape. Uh, I think this team's gonna be really scary down the stretch. Um, and D'Angelo Russell was also a nice pickup, even though he's kind of been a little slow starter as well. Um, and then, yeah, number one, I'm going to go with the team with the expensive keeper and, uh, I'm going with Nate. I think that the Jokic is the number one player in fantasy. He's every year he's on a team that's going on a deep playoff run, or at least in the playoffs, at least. And Nate's got a great supporting cast alongside him. He kept Chris Paul for super cheap. Um, and then, so he's got a backcourt with Paul, Bradley Beal, Lillard, and then frontcourt with, uh, um, Jokic and Christian Wood. So I, I think this team's, this newly named Beal and Isaac Institute of Virology team is going to teach some science lessons to, to the, the King's room this year. All right, man. Interesting picks, man. I, I have a I, feeling I, yours are going to be different. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Himmel definitely. Mm. Not only is it the most fun team, but I'm looking at it almost like next year is going to be like, if he doesn't win this year, like he should probably win next year. Mm. Um, in with the third year of Lamelo and Anthony Edwards. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's got to be my favorite team. And Pascal next year. Uh, second, I'll go with with Plotkin. Mm. Uh, definitely, like we talked about, replenished. Mm. Uh, where's that tab? Uh, you know, instead of he, he doesn't have Trey this year, but he he got Jimmy Butler. He kept Paul George instead of Trey. He's he's got Valanciunas again. Um, it doesn't look that fun just looking at it. But I don't know. The results kind of speak for themselves. He's he's got Donovan Mitchell, who I think is going to have a big year. Um, and then I'll agree with you also on Nate's team. I just played him and beat him five to four. Um, but it was a little intimidating looking across the matchup and seeing Beal, Lillard, Jokic, um, and Paul. 
and then he also it was kind of a weird week uh he only got one game from bradley beal right yeah uh two games from lillard uh, i only had a, two games with a bunch of my guys too so um, but yeah i definitely so so we agree on two of those teams yeah yeah pretty similar uh, i mean you're right there though i think yeah, you too i mean yeah definitely that's why i had to like just make sure because those three teams i mentioned were the ones that had been on my radar um recently but i, I wanted to just take another look at your team and um sam Plotkin's team as well so um yeah but a lot of other good teams i think i think sean doug did some good things in the draft uh sid's really the the one that stands out is just gonna it's gonna be another weird year for team process yeah yeah man how do you generally feel about your team though i know you you were bummed out about zion yeah i feel pretty mixed i think it's gonna be a weird year um yeah i'll I, i think i'll stick around somewhere in the four or five range for most of the year this is a little random but i was looking at the stats from last week and it was really surprising how many steals there were really <laughs> yeah I, I don't have it at my fingertips right now but i think maybe everyone had over 20 steals in oh, a shortened week slightly shortened week too yeah i just noticed that this morning so <laughs> uh, maybe just a, a function of a lot of turnovers yeah, sloppy play early on. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else about the Kings room? I don't think so. No, I think that should be good. All right. Well, don't go just yet. No. Nope. We still have a whole nother league to talk whole about. Another league. The league, in fact. The league that uh, has gotten off to a very interesting and fun start. Yeah. If you if you had to give a headline about week one of the league it's bizarre and awesome to see the two former expansion teams in first place <laughs> yeah i mean i went into panic mode last week yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> right after the draft i realized i i i didn't have any centers or i, I had one center after the draft yeah and in my mind i thought oh, i'll figure it out and i hit the middle of last week and i was like Oh no. So <laughs> I made a move. I traded mm-hmm. a first round pick to get Isaiah Stewart. Uh, so I will have now two years in a row, 2023 and 2024 with no first round pick. Mm. Um, so really going all in this year, yeah. which I'm not feeling super great about right now. <laughs> I changed my name to save me Luca praying hands emoji. Uh, so what were your impressions when you heard about that trade? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get some slack for this, for sure. Um, I love having Isaiah Stewart on the Pistons. I'm very excited that he is a Piston. I don't know how I feel about the next three-plus years of him at, from a fantasy perspective. I kind of view him as more of a rotational guy, like a dope rotational guy, kind of like a like a Montrez Harold, it's more of like a bench guy, like more of a defense and rebound guy than a scoring guy. Um, I, so for me, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was an overpay, uh, but the fact that you did get two second rounders made it a little better. I, I would, 
I would say Sid won the trade, but it wasn't a huge victory. I, th I think that, and you knowing how much you needed a center and how hard it is to find centers in this league, I, I definitely understand where you were coming from. So, oh, it was definitely an overpay, <laughs> definitely. But like you said, it like all the centers right now are concentrated on like two teams. Uh, and, and if and you, uh, oh. Okay, maybe it's more than two. But yeah, there, I don't think... there just isn't a ton of guys um, that would be available. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you would look at as sure things. Yeah, and I no, don't. I, I I hear you on saying Isaiah isn't a sure thing, but I did feel like he he's at least going to get minutes, uh, and that's more than I can say about the other centers that that I had yeah. on my team. Um, he looks like a sure thing this year. He definitely looks like a sure thing this year. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, and the other thing is, and, and not to sound cocky, but I feel pretty good about my like ability to identify guys um, mm -hmm. in like the second round. So, yeah. Um, wow. Chris Duarte. <laughs> Chris Duarte for sure. Um, I think SGA was a second round pick as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Definitely going all in this year and next year. <laughs> uh, hopefully it pays off, but if it doesn't, it could be years till I get my first title. <laughs> well, best of luck to you. No, it's uh it's gonna be stiff competition this year. I think uh I think the competition's gonna be really good. I, I think everyone's got something to offer. I, I think that having Alex and Sid off to strong starts and both teams looking really good is, I, I think, an indication of what's to come. So maybe let's just go down the line, go down the, the, the standings and uh, sure. from top to bottom and look at, one, how the rookies are doing so far on each team. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, and two, just maybe our general thoughts yeah, about that team. perfect. Although the standings sort of speak for themselves. So I don't know how many <laughs> we thoughts. Uh, so let's go Alex first. Definitely. Uh, his rookies are Josh Giddy, Josh Primo, Jaylen and Jalen Green. Yeah, does he have one there? No, that's it. Yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so Giddy's been a nice little surprise. Yeah, I'll admit I did not see that coming. Yeah, he's been great. Like, yeah, he's been great. Very surprised. I, I yeah. didn't think that he'd been thrust into this heavy workload right away. Um, yep, definitely had his best his best line of the year so far last night. Yeah, nineteen points, eight boards, seven assists, four steals, only two turnovers, yeah. and he shot over sixty percent field goals. Hit a, hit one three. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah crazy and then also Jalen Green which who we mentioned a little bit earlier had his mm -hmm. best game 30.83 game with with some goodies mixed in there as Yahoo says <laughs> defensive goodies yeah I saw something what was it socks for the first time steals plus box blocks stocks stocks yes yes stocks yeah yep I saw that for the first time oh have you known of this stocks for a while Mm -hmm. uh, okay i saw socks for the first time the other day i was did a double take but. yeah so 
the thing with Alex, just to reiterate what we said earlier, having John Morant this year could be really the difference maker. Yeah, totally if could, he yeah. keeps playing the way he's playing, uh, it, Alex is going to be tough to beat. That There's just no two ways about it. Yeah, with those rookies and really good depth that he picked up with uh, Collins and PJ, PJ Washington. Um, and he's still got Aiton, of course. So, uh, yeah, this team looks in, it's in pretty good shape. There's, there's definitely some questions amidst the depth, but uh, I think uh, it's a scary team for now, for sure. Yep, I know Alex is a little bit nervous about Chris Boucher and a little bit nervous mm. about John Collins. Um, mm-hmm. and also probably Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, no, there's, there's question marks, but for the most part, they, they're guys that can get things done, and there's no, like, clear weaknesses other than maybe Isaiah Roby, um, who Alex will stand, uh, stand up for um, <laughs> against anything, I think. Yeah, so. that's the thing about this league, though. Like, every team has weaknesses. Every team yeah. has oh, yeah. guys every, yeah. um, that you know, you got to hold on to because you can't drop them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's painful to hold on to them. Yeah, oh, I know that game for sure. Um, oh. All right. Anything else about Alex's team? No, I think let's move on. Uh, he's got he's got Sam Sam this week. So that should be a fun one against the defending champ. All right. So on to Sid's team. So I think this is probably the winner of the fun team in this league at least when once it's healthy or at least once Cade gets into gets into gear this is obviously a lot of high draft capital players and um some of them are coming around just like i said with jaron jackson and in the king's room league uh having jaron jackson for sid here is is huge um, just those big man stats are so hard to find in, in this league, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess we should, we'll talk a little rookies first. He definitely sniped you with that Franz Wagner. Um, yeah, man, I did not see this coming for Franz. He's playing Me there, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yes. so he's got Franz, but more importantly, he has the top two picks in the draft, Kate yeah. Cunningham, Evan Mobley. Um, and Jalen Johnson, who uh, oh, I guess he did play one game, but uh, he hasn't really that bench is it, so deep there. Yeah, it's going to be tough for him to crack the rotation. Yeah, it really is. Um, and that's sort of like oh, he got Keon Johnson too. So he's got he could five. be out on the chopping block when uh, when Zion gets back or Mark Keon, Keon Johnson too. He's got five rookies. Yeah, so this is this is such a Sid team where it's like oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely in contention, a hundred percent. This team is formidable got Lamelo, who we've talked about ad nauseum so far mm-hmm. uh but it's also got sid sprinkled into it oh it's got um, so much Sid. it's like on a normal team bulbul keon johnson are not rostered <laughs> like just, right right exactly these guys are just taking a valuable roster space right now but i it, know why sid is i know why sid's holding them and it's not a bad idea to hold them but uh, we'll see if he's able to continue. Yeah, man. I didn't think I was going to have to confront that Franz, Franz Wagner thing again. Uh, yeah, I I didn't. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I did offer him to you. 
yeah, I, I, I did not see this coming, even in his like prime best case scenario, the, the stats that he's putting up, which it's not like he's putting up ridiculous stats, but he's putting up solid numbers. On, right. I mean, he's playing over he's 30 playing. minutes a game. He's playing. So like the magic have been so weird with playing time with their young guy. I don't know. I, I, I didn't think he'd play this much, um, but I guess Isaac not being there really helps. Me neither. And I kept Jared Butler over him, which mm, uh, yeah. Played incredible in the preseason. Yeah. But has not. He's a good player. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to get many minutes, but he's a good player. Durable. Another another Killian three. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, also of note, Mo Bamba. Great yeah. year so far. Yeah. He's been putting up some good numbers. Yeah. He came out to a really hot start, and he's he's slowed down a little bit. Definitely. Yeah, he's slowed down. His first game was awesome. He slowed down a little, but yeah, he's putting. He, he, he into last year, he was really doing some good stuff. He's kind of just uh, magic are so weird with the rotation, and like he's he's got to play alongside Wendell, um, so which obviously three. hurts both of them. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah uh sorry <laughs> it's all good it's all good no i love it <laughs> um yeah i think although i see we're down 14 <laughs> uh no 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 nine. Oh. Uh, okay this must be What's, way behind it's like five minutes, left you have? The, five minutes left in the third it's 80 to 68 yeah oh so 82 to 68 is what i got but yeah so it's oh okay Maybe I was looking at it wrong, or I don't know. Yeah, I think I did the math wrong in my head. Let's cut that out. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it'll be, we'll see about Franz and Mo when some of their injured guys come back. Maybe that cuts into their minutes. Although, Mm -hmm. you know, they might just embrace the the youth movement and and keep it rolling. Mm -hmm. All All right, let's move on to Nate's team. In third place, he was six and three in his first week. Yep, took uh, me down with his Miles Bridges week. The aforementioned Miles yeah. Bridges rookies. He's got uh, Book Knight. He's got Davion Mitchell. Um, he's got Kuminga on the injured list, and then he picked Io, up Io Desumu, Yeah, um, which was a nice pickup. He's been. Uh, he hasn't Getting, played a ton, but he, he's looked good. He yeah, he's definitely against the Pistons. Yeah, definitely looked uh, like he's a legit rotation player. Um, but it's going to be tough to get opportunity. Uh, but also, he's just kind of biding time till Kuminga comes back. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so rookie wise, not a ton going on i mean davion's getting great like reports i guess he, he did score 22 points yesterday i didn't realize that um but he hasn't book done night. a ton from a fantasy standpoint yeah book night just hasn't he's broken he the hasn't, rotation yeah yet. he hasn't scored yet he's only yeah. two minutes yeah so. he hasn't broken the rotation yet which I, I think he will i feel pretty confident he will at some point it may not be till later this year or even next year but um, yeah, they've been in some close games too. Mm-hmm. So we'll when they get to the softer part of the schedule, they might get him some run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nate beat me six to three last week, and like apart from the Miles Bridges breakout, I 
don't know exactly how it <laughs> happened. I think Nate's got, I think Nate and I both have solid teams, but um, yeah, somehow last week he just kind of cruised past me. Um, it's kind of like, it's like a, like a subtle beast, his team, I guess. It's uh, guys like Gafford and Derek White. They're just like, they're better than you think they are. Kelvin Johnson, I think had a really solid week. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, you looked like Macal Bridges had a yeah, yes. solid yeah, uh, Macal Bridges. Bridges week. Those bridges are good. Wendell Carter Jr., another magic guy that's just playing 30 minutes a game. Yeah, and just uh, putting up numbers because someone has to. Yep, not much from Poku yet, but uh, no, I think. the mascot. Yeah, I think he's, I would say he's got a safe roster spot on, on oh, Nate's yeah, team. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think once we get past those first two teams we talked about, it there's a there's a lot more up in the air here. Nate obviously yeah. has Killian, who we've talked about a ton already on his team. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we'll see. We'll see with Nate's team. <laughs> Okongu on the injured list too. We'll call yeah, that out. Yeah, that's I, a big yeah. That's a big wild card for sure. So next up, we got Sam's team. His rookies, Cam Thomas, Kai Jones, Bones Highland, and that's it. Jason Preston uh, also. Oh, Preston, who's hurt? Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, so as of yet, none of them have really played. So um, far cry from the rookies he had last year when he really dominated uh, with Cole Anthony and um anthony edwards but team still solid oh I, I did not realize what jason tatum was doing right now 35 points and six threes so um obviously nice. tatum alone is can do a lot of damage but yeah sam lost a lot last year for sure a lot of guys but he's still he's still got some firepower with hero and obviously edwards and cole anthony's been great so far he just had a almost yeah. a triple double in his last game yeah, crazy game last night. Yeah, that was the best game of his career. A little surprising that Bones hasn't gotten to play yet. He had a great preseason. Yeah, um, yeah, especially especially with their need for guard depth. I, I I could see him breaking the rotation pretty soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they've also been they've only played two games so far. Uh, they play uh-huh. tonight also, but uh, both have been they they were down really big in the Phoenix game and mm-hmm. came back. And then, uh, you know, they beat San Antonio by six. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think with, when when you get to those mid round guys, it maybe takes them a second. But mm-hmm. I, I have faith. He's one of my favorite rookies for sure. Oh, he's I so think fun that's true. That guy. Yeah, that's true of a lot of us. Um, yeah, it's fun to root for. Yes, yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like a playoff roster. I think the rookies could be a problem, but. Um, yeah, I think I could see him, you know, in the fourth, four, five range. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so early. It's so hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, things could be completely different next time we talk. But just looking, there's, uh, there's, he's got a couple guys that aren't playing at all. Moses Brown hasn't played yet. Mm hmm. Um, we talked about uh, Bones hasn't played yet, so that it, that gets tough when you 
when you've got more than one guy who's not even really getting minutes. Yeah. Uh, So it'll be tough, but, but I mean, he's proven he can exceed expectations. Obviously winning last year, kind of coming out of nowhere. Um, Did we, have you mentioned Vassell? He's having a quietly pretty solid year so far. No, I didn't. Yeah. He was a pickup. Um, yeah, he was my. Russell cut him, or do you you cut him? Yeah, I cut him last year. Mm. Another another great decision. Well, I mean, he had one really. He started off the season real good, but two kind of duds after that. But yeah, uh, he's a good play. He's definitely a good player. I could see him being better in real life than fantasy. But yep. And then both of the Knicks that he has on his team, Obi having a surprisingly strong showing in the early in the second year, and uh, Mitchell Robinson looks like an absolute beast so far yeah yeah that's that's awesome to have for sure those blocks all right let's move on to greg's team who despite being in a rebuilding year is a ahead of both you and i (laughs) yep (laughs) yep lost four or five to sam last week um though this roster certainly looks rebuildy um Definitely, definitely good rebuilding pieces. Um, yeah, pretty tough on the rookie front. Got a lot of them, right? Yeah. Um, he's got uh, Jericho Sims, Trey Mann, Moody, Jaden Springer, right? Yeah, yeah. Springer, Moody, and uh, I guess that's I it. I think that's it. Yeah, so we got four. Um, okay, yeah, so four rookies and yeah, Moody surprisingly hasn't played much lately. I, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I think he will soon. I think he'll break that rotation soon. I don't know. I've watched so. a lot of Warriors. It seems like they're trying to win every game, and it seems yeah. like Steve Kerr is not – he doesn't have a ton of trust in the young guys at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe as the year goes on, but Bielitsa is getting a ton of minutes. yeah um yeah i guess i'm the jordan pool revelation has really kind of slowed down the moody ascent um damian lee's still hanging around too yeah damian lee's getting a ton of minutes also no more michael Mulder this year but (laughs) um yeah i i i think I feel pretty confident in saying that this team is not going to win a championship this year. I feel pretty confident in saying this is the worst team in the league. I actually, I would step back a, a bit on the, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a ton of great future assets yet. I think he's got <laughs> some good draft picks. No, I, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I think Kobe white is, is maybe amongst his best assets. Desmond Bain is up there yeah oh bane bane for sure yeah i miss bane he's been great so far he's been wait yeah he's averaging about oh there he is 19 a game yeah he's been awesome he looks great and he's second year yeah second year oh melton's been great i didn't realize melton's been good jay sean tate's been pretty good yeah i was looking at jordan noara i I'm not sure about his long-term right fantasy value but at least this year he looks like he he's going to contribute yeah be a, a legit rotation player and then i like i think there's some questions about all the rookies i, I think 
Moody's a good player. I, I just don't mm. know. I think the best thing that could happen would be for him to get traded at least yeah. for, for Greg. Oh, you think so? Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's really going to be a scenario where he's hmm. getting constant minutes this year. Uh, maybe, but I guess where Greg's coming from, he wants some long-term and I, I think the best option for him long-term is staying at Golden State and just carving out a role for that team, which I think he could definitely do. He's a great shooter. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, now we get to you and I. The fun stuff. Tell me about your team, (laughs) Andrew. Well, 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 what should I say? I was overconfident on it coming in, maybe. Um, no, I, I still feel pretty good about things. I think Shengun, rookie-wise, Shengun looks good. I think he's going to be a solid contributor this year. I, I don't think Isaiah Jackson is going to play much, which is unfortunate, but I remain very confident about his future NBA prospects. And then um, my third rookie right now is Josh Christopher, who uh he's getting some minutes and not doing a ton with them but um generally speaking i think i think my team's definitely in that like same sam sam mix like the four five mix right now with i think i have more upside though i think um i think if pagley could find a role uh for the team for the kings or some team this team, uh, my team would be in much better shape. And if Isaac could play, then my team would be in great shape. Uh, so without those two elements, I might be in trouble. You're, you're hanging on to Bagley. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely understand a reason for not hanging on to him. Nate proposed me Garza for him the other day. And, uh, I'm not going to say I considered it, but I <laughs> understand why someone would consider it, I guess. Um, I, no, I, if he gets the minutes, he's going to do good things. I just, it sucks. He's not getting them. Um, yeah. So. You just got to cross your fingers. He gets, he gets traded. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I've been hoping for that for a while now. I don't know what's going on there. He, he's been good when he's been on the court for them, but uh, something sour there. So yeah, no, I mean, I think, with Bam and uh, Fox is a great one too. And then some solid depth behind those guys. Precious has looked great so far. Um, Kuzma has been really good actually. Um, so yeah, I feel pretty good. If I had offered you a first round pick for Bam, what would you no. have said? No? no, you're not there. Like your first rounder this past year? Nah. I... No, no, like a future first. No, I wouldn't have done that. Okay. All right, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you mentioned Poole having a, a pretty solid start. Yeah. Uh, definitely not the most efficient guy, but no. he's giving you some numbers. Uh, Precious having a good early year. Tyrese Halliburton's a little quiet so far, but um, yeah. I, he'll, he'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, quiet start. Cool. On to your team. Yeah. The first team with an emoji in the team name, if I'm not uh, wrong, in league history. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you could do it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's what I was feeling. So <laughs> it's been um, 
yeah, you know, I don't know what to say, man. I, I feel <laughs> really good about my team looking at it. I think it's one of the best teams. Mm-hmm. It is. It's... I feel good about two out of three of my rookies. Yeah. But it just didn't work last week. <laughs> last week. That's it's one week. I your team is definitely one of the best teams. I yeah, I, I had only two games from Luca. Um you mentioned earlier two from Donovan. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that like uh something to the effect of Sid and Alex being the teams to beat. Your team is definitely right there with their teams. I think I think your three teams look like the top three teams right now. Just, I mean, you've got the best player of the group. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not ready to say Jaws better than Luca uh, for fantasy or real life. Um, right. I think you're, you've got two great rookies, great rookies. Um, and then obviously having Donovan next to Luca is awesome. Isaiah is going to help for your front court needs which you desperately needed (laughs) (laughs) rj barrett's doing good stuff you got shea also this is a good team dude you this is very much playoff bound and very much uh, a scary playoff team yeah well thank you uh (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know i i guess i expected to just be like way better than everyone which i'm definitely not yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see as the season goes on. Maybe I can still get there, but uh, but yeah, it was definitely a shock last week um, to to have that happen. But but yeah, I appreciate you uh, giving me some confidence there. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah, it's one week. Yeah. All right. Um, last. But yeah. Not least, the the Hawks team Hawks <laughs> Russell's team. Um. So rookie-wise, we're looking at my love of my life, Trey Murphy. Um, Jalen Suggs. Oh, God, I love love Russell's rookies, Jalen Suggs. And Zaire Williams. And also your boy, Usman Garuba. Yeah, he's got Usman. He snatched him from me, yeah. Yeah, it was... I, I, Usman, I love his hustle, love how he plays defense. I was, it was mostly just like a minute scare and an unsure how he's going to show up in fantasy scare. Um, Seems like I it was Usman. a warranted scare so far. Yeah, so far. I mean, yeah, he's got two blocks in his debut, which was awesome. And I wish Russell all the luck with him. I, I love Usman. He's a, he's a fun player, and I think he's going to be such a dope NBA defender. Uh, For sure. Yeah, uh, great, great team name here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely helps describe what's going on on the roster. <laughs> Lots uh, of Hawks. And it's, it also feels like a very Russell team, just like <laughs> Sid's team. Yeah. I'm looking down the roster, and it's just, you know, it's guys that, that Russell likes. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr., Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, yeah. Maxie for sure. Lonnie. Yeah. I think James Wiseman is going to be maybe a tipping point for him. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think I would put him in the same class as like the top three, but I think it has the potential to be in that, that four or five 
range with you and, and Sam's team. Mm, yeah. Oh, it definitely has the potential. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think me, Russell, Nate, and Sam are all kind of in the running for that four or five. I think all four of our teams are kind of in a tier. Um, and then Greg, Greg's kind of the eight and then the aforementioned top three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, James, James Wiseman is definitely one of the keys. Definitely maybe the biggest key. And I, yeah, I don't know if he's going to have it figured out this year, but. Yeah. I, it's almost the exact same conversation as Moody. It, it just feels like they're really trying to win this year and they're really not going to take any chances with their young players. They'll bring, mm -hmm. he, he might play, but I don't think, or I, I'll say, I don't know that the fantasy value is going to be there with Wiseman. Mm -hmm. I'm, I might not be as, I, I think there's a chance that they could both help, especially Wiseman could help them now, but I'm, I'm not positive about that, but I could see Wiseman uh, coming around enough to be able to like uh, help them win now uh, as a bench guy, as a 20 minute, 15, 20 minute off the bench guy. And that would, that would very much help Russell. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I love, uh, Maxi, love seeing Maxi get some some run. He's he's done well with it. Uh, hasn't like been you know blowing anything out of the water, but he's been he's been putting up points and getting some assists. And um, he's essentially a rookie this year. So yeah, yeah. Um, and Reddish has been really good too so far. He's been scoring the ball. Yeah, broken it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, Patrick Williams has been – well, his, his stats haven't been great, but watching him play, he, he looks like mm -hmm. he fits right in with all those basically veteran NBA players. Yeah, yeah he's got a good, good team around him for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fun team. Definitely a lot, of, a lot of guys who I could see making big leaps and, and they wouldn't surprise me. So I'm – Porter is another one who we mentioned when we were talking about the Kings room and, and Russell's team in the Kings room. Uh, yeah. Wow. He's kind of had a disappointing year so far though. Yeah. Slow start. I, I a bit surprising, but I would not be at all surprised if he turned it around quickly. Yeah. He can go off for 30 plus any night. So. Oh yeah. Well, we've gone almost an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, That's you know, the... giving the people what they want. It's the season two uh, debut. I had to give a little extra something on the top. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe I haven't talked to you about this yet, Andrew, but um, last year we did our look around the league, so uh, where we talked to all the managers in the league. So maybe we'll hmm. have to do a repeat of that for episode two. Um, oh, yeah always a little tough to organize logistically yeah. but um you know i think it, it was probably one of our most listened to episodes and one of the Ooh, definitely yeah. one of the most fun to record so mm -hmm. um, look out for the the invite on that but um other than that andrew any any closing thoughts here no just glad to glad to be back on the pod glad to have the stats accumulated once again hope everyone's having fun yeah how's your fantasy football team doing 
teams? Ooh, um, yeah, not great across the board. I would say I had a real rough week this past week. Real, real rough. The whole chief sucking thing is is kind of. It was by McGinn. Yeah. Oh, by McGinn was tough. Tough on me for sure. Yeah. How are you holding up? Uh, one league pretty bad, <laughs> uh, but the keeper, the Sid's new dynasty league. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Good. about to go five and two. Derek Henry carrying you on his massive back. Derek Henry carrying me <laughs> back. Uh, oh yeah, Derek. Yeah. Made some timely moves here. It, nice. I I think I have like maybe the most points against or almost, mm. and I, I'm still hanging in there. So nice. Yeah, man. We'll see. Cool. Glad to hear. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Well. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Later. Down. Oh, you.